that middle interview. You are in tuned once more to the fastest rising podcast in the world. Maybe. And we have a guest that returns, a returning guest, if you will. Uh, the frontman for the legendary German thrash band, Destruction. Uh, frontman Schmier returns to the show. And this time he is uh, promoting uh, their new album, Diabolical, Napalm Records. It's out there. Uh, stream it, download it, purchase. And uh, let's check out their new single, their latest single and video by the title of Repent Your Sins. We'll be right back. Fuck you! 
what an anthem. What a thrash anthem for us, Headbangers Thrashers. Much thanks and many thanks to the Destruction Camp. Thank you for Schmier for returning to the show. And what an album title, man. Diabolical is just out there, man. Singer, bassist, Schmier, we present to you guys. And uh, he talks about uh, continuing on without his uh, longtime guitarist, Mike. And uh, the addition of Martin Furia. An excellent addition to the band. Of course, uh, a whole legacy left behind uh, from Mike, all-time guitar player for Destruction. Uh, big shout-out to Mike. And we wish him the best with his future endeavors and plans, music or no music, right? So thank you, Mike, for all the great memories and music you created with Schmier alongside Schmier. Great, great Destruction catalog for us, uh, Metalheads. So thank you, Mike. And we welcome Martin Furia, Martin Furia to Destruction. And, uh, and we ask Schmier about that. So anyways, let's go ahead with the interview with Schmier, bassist, frontman, and legend of destruction. Enjoy. Yeah, we're having a little snowstorm here, so the weather is kind of bad, so, so the Wi-Fi is not the best. Yeah, are you in uh, Germany? I'm in Germany, yeah, and uh, we just had really warm weather. Okay. Like, really warm, like, summer weather, almost summer weather, and now, three days later, there's, like, snowstorm. It's crazy. <laughs> really? Wow. I'm in Texas. You know the Texas weather, it's just hot. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no snowstorm in Texas, I guess. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once once every 10 years. <laughs> okay, so uh, new album, Diabolical, Napalm Records. Talk to us about the making of this record, if you can. Yeah, we recorded uh, through the pandemic, of course, which wasn't easy because we were, um, we were all from different parts of Europe and we had to meet up somewhere in the studio. So it was uh, kind of a little challenged uh, to to get there and to get also permission to enter the country and uh, uh, but during the recording actually everything got more loose and uh, we started to uh, to have a really good time recording uh, the album basically carried us through the big part of the pandemic in the second year uh, because you know it was a very frustrating first year without any shows and just little very little shows at least and uh, here Europe was much more in lockdown than the United States. And uh, so it was frustrating. So the album really helped us to have a good time and uh, uh, feel as a band again. And it was yep. really positive to record the album. So did you guys record it uh, together in a room or all in sending emails? I mean, we some of us were in the studios and others recorded somewhere else and sent in the files. Like our, our drummer, uh, Randy, he was actually recording in his hometown in a, in a different studio. Um uh, the NAS we were recording in Switzerland down south, and uh, we were sending the final recordings together. And uh, but we, it's not the first time we're actually doing this. So as we live all far away from each other, uh, we've always been doing it this way. But nowadays it's much easier, of course, because uh, it's easier to send big files around, you know. And uh, yeah. and we're all professional musicians. We we all rehearse at home, and then we meet up for. We don't rehearse like frequently, like young bands do you know that are going to the rehearsal room together we we only rehearse before tours or before the studio normally so we're actually kind of used to this uh, procedure pretty well yeah you got a veterans on there a bunch of great a great band so far i've heard uh, diabolical and no faith in humanity very very awesome awesome songs the best that i've heard from destruction in a long long time for sure i'm a big fan since uh since the late 80s you know so what is the rest of the album like? What can fans expect? 
I think uh, those two songs are giving you a good cut from the album. You know, the album is, uh, is really aggressive, has a lot of fast songs and uh, a lot of explosive moments. But there's also some variety. There's there's more guitars on this album, more more double leads, harmony leads. Uh, just in general, just more guitars because we have a second guitar player since a couple of years now again. So uh, we really try to play that card on this album also. And uh, yeah, there's some there's some groovy groovy songs also on the record. It's actually the next single that's coming out uh, next week. We have a today we have a teaser out. Uh, for the next single that's coming next next week on Tuesday on the, the 5th of April. Um, that that song, Repent Your Sins, is one of the groovy songs of the album. Nice. It's like uh, more groovy thrash, but it's also uh, with a killer riff and really pounding song. So um, I think this is uh, it's, it's a very intense album, maybe one of the most aggressive ones we, we ever did, actually. Wow. Can't wait to hear it, you know, the rest of it. So, so what is your favorite track off of uh, the new album? Wow, it's difficult. We, we've been just talking about that, me and the boys, like, what do we choose for the live set? And we all agreed that we should do the singles, of course, that because the singles are the songs that people know from the videos, and uh, they're the songs in the most played ones already, but it's very, very difficult because there are really cool songs on the album. And uh, for me, I think uh, the title track is, is one of the favorites because it's actually the last song I wrote for the album. Uh, so it marks like the you know final of recording and the final of when, when the album was done. It was the last song came and I think it's it turned out really cool, and it turned out to be the title song at the end. And I think the song stands pretty much for all the destruction you know has the the, the guitars, the the shredding, uh, the, the screaming vocals, the high pitch uh, scream also, and the fast pounding drums. So. I think Diabolical is also going to be a great live song. We just played it live last week uh, on the festival in the Netherlands. And I was surprised how, how many people knew the song already. I've been like yeah. chanting and screaming around uh, for the song already. So it's definitely that uh, people know the song already really well. Even the album is not out. It's cool what the internet does, huh? Like a video and singles. Yeah, that's, that's a great achievement of the internet, man. That's for sure magic <laughs> compared to the 80s this is magic for sure right ladies <laughs> we had to tape trades and, and send letters all around the world and wait for weeks to receive something <laughs> and, and and now it's so quick and fast that's the the positive side of the internet wow incredible so uh, we saw uh, the the mad butcher make comeback on uh, on the video uh, diabolical whose idea was that to, to bring him back to life <laughs> Yeah, it was my idea because it's been a long time since we had the butcher last time alive in the video. Yeah, um, it was actually 2010 on uh, on on, the, on a clip called uh, Carnivore, and we had actually great reactions. And the clip, if you look at it on YouTube, has uh, has a lot of clicks. And the butcher is just a famous character, and we didn't use him for a long time. So we said, "Hey, on this album, we have to bring him back." And uh, Diabolical was just a perfect song to do it, and the fans reacted really cool on on the, on the, the re return of the butcher. And actually, it was quite funny to see some comments when people thought he's like a FX character. He's like a virtual mad butcher. He's not real because yeah. the guy plays the butcher so well. Uh, people thought he's a uh, he's a computer animated one. Yeah, very cool. I like that. Very cool. So uh, changing subjects a little bit. Uh, after so many years, uh, how is it uh, not having Mike by your side on stage? 
yeah, it's, you know, it's a relationship in music is like a relationship in life, you know. Yeah. It's like when you when you're married and you get divorced, you know, it's not easy at the beginning. You're kind of disappointed, and uh, uh, but then you have to move on, you know. And that's that's how it was. Uh, I had a great time with Mike, and many years we backed each other up, and uh, he was my partner for many years. But also we had our difficulties, you know. We're very different people. We have very different approach in, in life, and uh, and the cooperation always worked, but it wasn't always as easy as it seemed to others, you know. Yeah. And uh, also the songwriting process wasn't always as easy as people think, you know. The uh, Mike has a different background. He likes more 70s music. He likes classic rock. He likes more prog rock stuff. Yeah. And I'm more I'm more the metal guy. I'm more the thrasher. So sometimes it was difficult for me to maintain the style of the band in the songwriting and we were fighting over ideas so on, on, so for me this time the songwriting was much smoother because uh, i could just do a destruction album without any big discussions you know which the direction should be and i, I said that's too old for a destruction album and we just did it out of the out of the stomach you know more like of a gut record than of a brain record yeah it's an awesome record so far so um How did you choose uh, Martin Furia? Was there an audition, or you, did you just have him in mind? Or yeah, Martin, uh, he's actually our, he, he was for many years our sound engineer and our tour manager. Okay. So he's he's he was a big part of the family. He was uh, he's, he's a great guy. Uh, he's a great player. He's a producer also. Yeah. And uh, when we, when we came to audition of the album, we said, why don't we ask Martin first to 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 come for the audition because he's a part of the family. And we know he's a, he's a great player, and uh, he knows the band so well. And actually, he, he blew us all away. He came really well prepared, and uh, and he has a great attitude. You know, he's a he's a guy that, that just loves music so much, and uh, he was really honored that we asked him. So he had big enthusiasm uh, for the job, and we, we thought right away he's the right guy for it. So uh, there was after he was okay. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, basically, we, we knew his demand when he was in the rehearsal room playing yeah. with us. Uh, it felt good right away, and, and and of course, he's part of the family. You know, the uh, the the it's it's an important factor in the band that you get along really well. Oh yeah, Martin was part of the family for many years. Yeah, I saw a video of the making of uh, Perpetual, the latest Nervosa album. He 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 was behind the board and produced and all that. He seems like a, a a very cool guy and uh, very smart and knowledgeable and well, like you said, you know, he's a he brings forth a, a very positive energy and a great guitar player for sure, huh? Yeah, yeah, and he has this uh, Latino passion, you know. Yeah, he has a lot of heart. He has a lot of heart for what he does, you know, and that's also a very important part of music. You got to put your heart into music, you know, to make it with full passion. Oh yeah. So let's talk real quick, Chef Schmier's cooking studio. Uh, Hell's Kitchen, <laughs> very very cool for us fans. It's a different side of of destruction, and uh, so now we know you like to cook. Oh, I, lo I love good food. You know, yeah. good food uh, it's so important in life, and I always enjoy it uh, to tour around the world and eat good food all over the world. You know, all different food, all all different tastes, different flavors, and uh, it really shaped my my taste. As much as I love German food, but I really like spicy food from all over the world, and uh, that's what I really like about traveling: is to try different cuisine all over the world. 
Awesome. Yeah, I'm in Texas, and uh, there's a lot of uh, spicy food here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love Tex-Mex, uh, Mexican-influenced yeah. spicy food. I love that. Yeah, Mexico food is real good, yeah, for sure. So, uh, speaking of Texas, uh, I see you guys are coming to the U.S. Uh, you're bringing along Nervosa, April 28th. It starts yeah, off. Yeah. Are you excited? Yeah, great. It's a great package, and uh, the girls toured with us before. It really works great, and uh, they're good friends, and... Uh, Martin produced them also, so there's a big bond also between the bands. So we're looking forward to return to America because it's been uh, 2017, I think, the last time with the Under Attack tour. Then COVID came and uh, we couldn't return. So we're excited. Uh, we like uh, releasing the beast. You know, this is the first tour we're doing since uh, the lockdown and since the since the COVID drama. So America first this time, and really looking forward to return. So out of so many albums, how do you choose a, a badass set list? How does that go about? Is it a hard process? Yeah, basically we have to play three hours, but which is not possible. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we 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 basically go by um, by what the fans like and what we like, and then we mix it up. We we do some fan requests on the web pages, you know, on the on the socials. We ask the fans what do you like, and then uh, we have a lot of experience of shows in the last years. Uh, there's fan favorites that you just have to play, you know, because sometimes we cut out a song and then we don't play it. And then the next day on, on Facebook, there's like 10 people writing, hey, you didn't play, play Total Disaster last night. What the fuck, you know? And then, <laughs> you know, then you know Total Disaster is a song that you can't cut, you know? So, uh, but I'm like this too. I go to a show, I want to see my my, my favorite songs and, uh, and the anthems of the band. So, uh, we, the, I, I can promise that all the classics will be there when, we, when we're back in America. Wow, can't wait. Yeah, for sure. I'll see you in Texas for sure. Uh, would you like to send a message to your fans listening to this podcast? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been many years, you know, for us not playing. We had some shows, uh, but not many. And uh, it, it's going to feel so great to be united with the fans again. It's We're doing this music of course, because we love it, but without the fans, it's not the same. That's something we learned in the last two years, that we couldn't play. Normally, Destruction is a band that plays 200 shows a year, and the last two years, we couldn't play much. So we're looking so much forward to meet the fans again, and, and uh, you know, the, the, the exchange of energy between th in, between thrash musicians and, and, the, and the fans is intense, you know. The fans are pushing us to new levels, and uh, so we're super excited to come back over and, and thrash with you. Awesome. Thank you, Shmir. Thank you for your time uh, once more. Thank you for uh, coming back to the show and making time. Uh, we wait to see you on tour and can't wait to hear the, the new album, Diabolical. Okay. Thank you very much for the interview and uh, it was a big pleasure and uh, see you in, in Texas. Uh, it's actually just a few weeks away, so yeah. we're excited. Awesome. Thank you, Shmir. Appreciate that. Thanks a lot, James. Have a nice one. It is a complete honor of mine to be speaking to Shmir once more. And we thank him for returning to the show, That Metal Interview Podcast. This guy was there at the inception of thrash metal. I mean, how badass is that? Uh, I mean, how many people can say I was there in 1985 when Peace Cells was blowing up, when Anthrax spraying the disease was blowing up, Right the Lightning, the second album by Metallica was blowing up, uh, Show No Mercy, Hello Waits, and so on and so forth. Um, how many people can say that? I mean, when that was happening... Uh, Schmier was out there blowing up in Germany and blowing up in front of the whole world with destruction, bringing, bringing chaos and destruction to all of us. So thank you, Schmier, for keeping on the legacy, for keeping the destruction legacy alive and well 
And uh, of course, uh, don't forget to buy your tickets here. They're starting the tour April 28th, US Canada tour alongside Nervosa. Another great badass band that we'll have. We're having uh, one of the members returning to the show in a couple of days to promote the ongoing tour, US Canada tour. And uh, these girls, Nervosa, they just wrapped up a European tour alongside Burning Witches and another bunch of other badass groups you guys can look into. So anyways, uh, thank you, Shmir. Thank you, Napalm Records. Uh, don't forget to pick up a copy of Diabolical of Destruction. And don't forget to keep it metal. That metal interview.